You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi guys, I'm Prasad Banerjee and I write about tech at Mint. And this is Tech Factor, a podcast where we ta- tackle some hot topics in technology and also bust some myths. So jolted by the phenomenal success of ChatGPT, Google launched its artificial intelligence powered chatbot called Bard. But just when Google did, on the same day, Microsoft said that it's now including ChatGPT on its search engine that's called Bing and its Edge browser which competes with Google's Chrome. And the question now is whether Google will succumb to or whether it will prevail over the combined AI onslaught of OpenAI and Microsoft. OpenAI is of course the company behind ChatGPT which has brought us to this question of whether this is the battle for AI supremacy and on the day of recording this that's Wednesday Twitter was abuzz with this entire thing about Microsoft including ChatGPT on its Bing search engine and what it will mean for users and a lot of people had a lot of different things to say but what's happening now is that Google search engine will very soon have something called Bard and Microsoft by including ChatGPT already has given us a glimpse of how all of this will look now Bard runs on something called Lambda which stands for language model for dialogue applications which is a transformer ai model that's built by google chatgpt on the other hand runs on something called gpt 3.5 which is another transformer model built by openai and you're probably wondering what transformers really are transformers are machine learning algorithms that can transform an input sequence into an output sequence which sounds very simple but they can do that for speech they can do that for text and a lot more and what this really means is they can in a way converse like humans so essentially when humans converse we make a lot of connections and dependence if the same word is used in multiple sentences a human can make connections and understand from context and that's how we take input and we generate out and transformers can do exactly that and these are now being brought into search so what's changing is that so far our search engines have been sort of a question and answer mechanism but what they do is they generate an array of results which are best suited to answer a user's query with the inclusion of a chat interface however users may simply ask a question instead of scouting through scores of links the use of such ai could also change how search engine optimization or seo works for websites since they will now seek to provide the best answer to a query instead of simply appearing at the top of search results for browsers the ai could become value additions where they will display additional or related information or even summarize a document that you're viewing automatically for example microsoft showed a number of examples of searches that can happen on bing now for example they showed querying bing for recipes travel tips and shopping for furniture from ikea of course we probably won't do the ikea thing in india just yet In one demo, Bing was even asked to create an itinerary for each of a 5-day trip to Mexico City, and the question was answered entirely by the chatbot. It even described the rough itinerary and provided links to sources for more information that the user could use. Now Microsoft has said that all these features are powered by GPT 3.5, which is the transformer model that lies underneath ChatGPT. 
In fact, Microsoft says that this is a new model that is based on ChatGPT, but it's called the Prometheus model. And it's even more advanced and it is grounded in search, which means that it's meant specifically for search queries and is meant to provide up-to-date information with annotated answers and so on and so forth. Of course, at the moment, we cannot really access Google's BARD, which is yet to come. Google has said that they're only providing access to whatever they call trusted users. Microsoft, on the other hand, has made Bing available to almost everyone. At the moment, there's a waitlist, so you can go to bing.com and you can sign up for the new Bing. Once Microsoft makes it available to everybody, you will also get it. The same goes for the Edge browser, where you can compose messages and use the chat features as well. Now, all of this, of course, has an implication on how digital ad revenue will work for both Microsoft and Google. For example, Google dominates the search engine browser and digital advertising spaces. Microsoft recorded $18 billion from digital advertising in the calendar year 2022, as opposed to Google's $168.44 billion net revenue during the same period. Essentially, Google is the 800-pound gorilla in this game, and Microsoft is playing catch-up. For example, according to StatCounter, Edge has a mere 4.5% market share in browsers, whereas Google has much more than 80% market share. Google also leads the search engine market with a whopping 89% market share as opposed to Bing's 4.55%, according to Statista.com. But Microsoft believes that its transformed Bing and Edge will allow the company to innovate at a greater pace because of the smaller market share. In fact, Satya himself has said in an interview with The Verge that this could open up new revenue streams and new digital advertising mediums as well. But having said all of that, there are quite a few challenges that these companies will have to look at. Which is probably why Sundar Pichai also said that they're giving access only to a few users right now and probably why Microsoft has a waitlist. Experts have said that smart platforms like ChatGPT can mislead with incorrect and nonsensical answers, which essentially can lead to more misinformation. Now, here's how you think of it. Often you will hear people say that whatever they found, the information they found was on Google. And it's sort of like Google gave them the answer. But Google really does not give you an answer. A search engine never really gives you an answer. What the search engine does is it assimilates information from the internet and shows you something that somebody else has published. If that is the best result, then you probably got your answer. But if the best result happens to be the wrong result, you may have suddenly gotten misinformation. Now, Microsoft has clarified that it has built-in classifiers to its AI to avoid biases, etc. But there is a need for AI governance policies as well. Further, since AI is providing the information that is actually owned by a publisher, there could be questions about how publishers will be paid for Microsoft or Google using the same content. Essentially, if Mint has written something and you ask a query to ChatGPT and it returns content from Mint, shouldn't Mint be paid for that content? That's the question that may often come up because of the use of AI in search engines. And lastly, search engines will also have to ensure that they continue driving traffic to websites because, well, if they don't do that, then nobody will really want to be on search engines. So it doesn't matter if users want to use the search engine. If websites don't want to appear on the search engine, then the search engines become useless. And that's it for this week's episode. Please do let me know what you thought of it and what else you would want me to cover. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter 
at Undertaker. Yes, you heard that right. That's U N D E R T E C H E R. You can also give us feedback at HT Smartcast. We're present on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And please do log on to htsmartcast.com and listen to all of our productions. This was a Mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.